Hello, everyone. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Conversations from the Diaspora with Love. And as always, this is your sister and your friend, Nkiru. And today's conversation will be on the issue of underaged child labor in Africa, with a specific focus on domestic workers or house helps, as they are called. So to give you guys a bit of a background, I'm currently working on finishing out my master's in global affairs. And just a quick shout out to all of our students out there, especially the 2020 grads. I know graduation is very important, but you know, like with everything else at this time, we are adjusting to circumstances. The most important thing is for all of us to stay safe and well. And uh, you know, we look forward to celebrating when this is all over. Um, so I'm currently working on my uh, a global policy paper for one of my classes on the UN and in other class as well on the subject of human trafficking. So it's very interesting material. Um, so I've decided to look at human trafficking in Nigeria and other forms of exploitive situations for vulnerable populations, and in this particular case, children. So to give you a bit of an overview on what I'm looking at and what we're going to discuss in today's episode, um, like many developing countries in the so-called Global South, there are a number of issues that plague countries in this region. And in societies that are traditionally patriarchal, women and children seem to suffer the most. Domestic work is not regulated by law in many parts of the world, and this makes for a very vulnerable situation for workers who are exploited, subjected to violence in many forms, and forced labor. On the topic of human trafficking in particular, Nigeria, unfortunately, is among the world's top 11 origin countries for modern-day slaves. Um, just to quickly give you a what, uh, explain to you what an origin country is and a destination country and a transit country. <clears throat> or, origin countries are those that are that supply the trafficked people. So this means the victims are either trafficked in their home countries or taken from their home countries and sent elsewhere for trafficking. Um, typically, origin countries are, are less developed, making it easy for traffickers to take advantage of corrupt systems, uh, lack of education and employment opportunities, poverty and other issues that make for increased vulnerability. Now, uh, transit countries, these are countries that um, that are make specific routes for victims of trafficking to pass through as they are smuggled to their final destinations. And then obviously destination countries are the places where human trafficking is in high demand. And these places tend to be more developed than the origin countries. Um, just for the benefit of my listeners who may not be aware of what house helps are, the uh, house helps, the system of house helps or domestic workers, it is deeply embedded in Nigerian culture and many other African cultures, particularly amongst well-to-do families who can afford to hire them. So for some house helps, um, which are most often young girls and their adolescents up to teenage years, being in this position may mean a better chance at life when they serve good families who can help fund their education. But for countless others, <clears throat> they face physical violence, sexual abuse, and mental abuse at the hands of the families that they serve. All right, guys, so just to give you some quick facts, 15 million children under the age of 14 are currently working across Nigeria. That's a very significant number of children working. Um, and uh, Nigeria has a reputation for being one of the leading African countries with cross-border and internal trafficking, with victims being trafficked from the rural to urban communities. So that's another significant uh, fact. Now back on the topic of house helps, as I believe I mentioned earlier, they're typically hired by middle and upper class families to support the domestic needs of the working class mothers. They're often seen as glorified slaves. Um, I read something quite disturbing recently. You can kind of always tell when a person is a house help. Um, the child will probably look kind of you know, skinny or malnourished. Um, 
wearing tattered clothing, looking, you know, unkempt while the family that they're working with, their children look very healthy, well-groomed, well-dressed, you know, well-fed. And, you know, it's just a, you know, it's pretty unjust, uh, unjust system rather. Um, so many girls, they're sent away to provide for their families, becoming the primary breadwinner despite their young age. Uh, typically, their parents are approached by family friends or some type of agent or any other relative. They're typically promised a good job and education, but once they get to where their uh, their destination is, they sometimes they never they never get a chance to go to school, or they're for, they're forced to take on adult responsibilities in the process. And then again, as I mentioned earlier, they suffer all types of abuse at the hands of their employers, and unfortunately, they're afraid to speak out because they feel that being kicked out into the streets or you know sent away is a far worse reality than what they're currently going through. And not just that, they don't really have too many avenues for speaking out. So that's another issue. Um, the average profile of a Nigerian child laborer. 43% of Nigerian children are involved in various forms of child labor despite international conventions banning it. And uh, the unfortunate thing is uh, these children, they're exposed to long hours of work in dangerous and unhealthy environments, typically with little to no pay, no education, and no medical care. And um, in the case of the house helps or domestic workers, they work in a hidden industry in slave-like conditions. Because if you, th you know, when you think about it, they're working in someone's home, so it's kind of difficult to regulate what's going on in someone else's home. Um, and then, unfortunately, many of these children um, who are forced to work at such a young, tender age, they're oftentimes raised by a single parent. Maybe one of the parents have died, or sometimes they might be orphans or um, you know, raised by grandparents or other relatives who can't afford to properly take care of them. They probably have other responsibilities as well. And adding on extra children is not always convenient for them. Um, so I just wanna pose this question to you as the, as the listeners. How young is too young for a house girl or a house boy? What do you think about that? So uh, Nigeria does have some frameworks in place to kind of address this issue. Uh, the Child's Rights Act of 2003 was signed by former president, uh, former Nigerian president Obasanjo to preserve the rights of children and protect them from exploitative labor. But unfortunately, in this part of the world, there are various factors that prevent this law from being fully in enforced, such as poverty, illiteracy, cultural beliefs and religious prejudices that all affect the, um, you know, making this law being properly implemented in Nigeria. Um, just a few recommendations to kind of help this system, you know, help the children in particular. We need to have more public awareness, campaigns, training of law enforcement, labor and immigration officials, and the existence of accessible complaint mechanisms and effective law enforcement as I believe I just mentioned. Um, I think I touched on this topic earlier. With the house help who are being abused, if they don't feel they have um, like any, I guess an avenue to complain or someone that, that would actually listen to them and take their complaints seriously, you know, a lot of times they continue to suffer in silence and that's not fair, that's not right. There's also a need for poverty, re poverty reduction, support for social services and access to free and quality education for all, no matter your income or gender. So typically, uh, back home, many children, if their parents can't afford to send them to school, they, you know, they, that's that's it for them for the most part, or they have to, 
you know, end up working at, at such a young age to take care of themselves or, you know, get sent away to the city to work for a family. And that shouldn't be the case. Children should all have access to education and they shouldn't have to worry about paying for an education or being kicked out of school because they can't afford it. And, you know, just because they're a boy or whether they're a boy or a girl, that shouldn't be an indication as to whether or not they get an education or not. Um, as far as domestic work, I think there's a need for it to be professionalized so it can be seen as a respectable occupation like any other. Um, also, instead of uh, instead of having children working, I think this, the legal age or the age that should be set should be at 18 or older. And um, they should also be hired through a proper certified or verifiable agency because again, if you're going through these I guess you can say informal routes, you know, family friend or some type of uh, relative or whatever that's trying to hire you for as a household. The government can't regulate that and a bunch of different types of abuse come in and it's just not a good system. So the best way to really approach that, I think, is to have older children or older, you know, people who are of age, 18 and older, to work if they want to work as domestic workers, not children who are 10, 12, 11, like that's too young. And also they need to be kind of go through a proper agency that they can do like a proper background test of the of the domestic worker and of the family they'll be working with so that you know these things need to be regulated they can't just be done um informally because that's when you know things don't really work out too well and finally there needs to be full protection of domestic workers under nigeria's labor laws and that includes the prosecution and the imprisonment of employers who have physically abused domestic workers so kind of to go back on, you know, to the first point, for people who have been abused at the hands of their employers, you know, they need to know that the government or the law enforcement will properly handle their case. But again, due to the fact that this is, you know, so ingrained in the culture, it's going to be very difficult to, I guess you can say, retrain people to think differently about this topic. But, um, you know, because it's culture, because it's tradition, it's going to be hard to really change the way people think about it. But hopefully with more education and uh, more light being shed on this issue, you know, again, public awareness, hopefully a positive change can happen. Guys, I wanted to um, highlight this production company that I came across um, as I was doing my research. They're called Salt and Truth, and they have a documentary titled House Girls, Child Slave or House Help. And uh, pretty much the way the documentary, or the trailer rather, it starts off with a young girl, you know, she wakes up from her, if you want to call it a bed, it's not really a bed, she's laying on the floor. Um, pretty early in the morning she wakes up, starts to cook and clean, make food, make breakfast for um, her employer's children. You know, helps to get them ready for the day as they get ready to go to school or wherever it is they're going to. And it's just interesting to see how um, this young girl is taking on these adult responsibilities by taking care of other children her age, possibly even a little bit older. And, you know, she has to stay home and take care of these responsibilities while the other children get an opportunity to fully live their lives as children, as, you know, happy, normal children. So, um, you know, the documentary, it explores the domestic service industry from the agents who scout, find, and procure and transport these children to the parents and guardians who release their children to these strangers for work thousands of miles away. And finally, to the members of the Nigerian populace who employ them in their homes. So guys, I would highly recommend uh, checking this out on YouTube. I don't know if the full uh, documentary is out yet, but the trailer is pretty interesting. Just one minute, but it's 
you know, from that one minute, you can really capture a lot. And I also want to highlight this book that I'm, that's just been released a couple of months ago. It's titled The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abi Dari. And uh, this story is actually written in Nigerian pidgin. So that's, that's pretty interesting for my Nigerian people out there that you can really relate. And it kind of gives you like a sense of like you're really hearing this story from the person. Like it's, it's really amazing. Um, it's about a four, young 14 year old girl, Aduni, she's raised in poverty, uh, who finds work as a housemaid for a rich Lagos family, enduring abuse and exploitation while she yearns to go to school. And actually I'm currently listening to that on Audible. So I'm going to include um, those links in the, in the notes, the podcast notes for you all. And um, in the meantime, uh, I want to highlight just something really briefly before I go to the next segment. As someone who has worked with children, I work in education. You know, I'm a firm believer that children should be protected at all at all costs. Children should be believed at all costs. Um, and I, I hate seeing people take advantage of children or hurt children in any way. I understand that there are some conditions or some situations that people find themselves in, and you know they don't have enough to take care of their children. But for those who are you know, who have house help, especially if they're underage, please do your best to take care of them and treat them like your own. Don't treat them as if they're unwanted children or, you know, children that, you know, don't deserve the best. Just because they're working for you, that doesn't mean that you should treat them like they're slaves. So I'm pleading to all those people who have house helps in Nigeria and other, you know, African countries, please take care of these children and please treat them right if you must have them. So let's continue to fight for the rights of children and do our best and do our part to help children whenever we can. And um, so during the week, I actually posed this question to some friends um, on social media. What are their thoughts on uh, child domestic workers or house helps? And uh, some of the responses I've received, I'm going to just read them off from at Faithy XX. Personally, I've never been in favor of it because more often than not, the children are abused and mistreated. There are a few cases where the children are able to have a better life and education than normal circumstances. But on the whole, however, this is not the reality for most. Another person at Ugochi, child slavery has been normalized. This is not how it used to be. It has gotten out of hand. Back in the days, it was usually a family member who went out to help, to help a family. In exchange, they would train and take care of the child like it was their own. Nowadays, it's more like slavery and the domestic worker is often abused. The family who takes these child house house help should be treating them like their own kids in addition to making sure they go to school. It also should have some type of age limit. So that's pretty much what I mentioned earlier as well. Like treat the kids as if they're your own and don't employ children who are, you know, younger than I would say 17 or 18. Another uh, friend of mine at Yara underscore B underscore B. She is 100% against it. Children aren't capable of protecting themselves, and I think allowing them to work with strangers only increases the chance of abuse. Every child deserves a safe and happy and carefree childhood. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Children should be children. Um, another friend of mine, another friend and sister of mine, at Amaka underscore Styles, she says that it is not right. From my understanding, the original idea of house help or child laborers were to help impoverished families prevail through apprenticeship and servitude arrangements. Unfortunately, vulnerability gives way to high levels of abuse of all forms, and it robs innocent children of their childhood. Very true. Um, another friend of mine, uh, his name is Azubike. He said that his uncle had them, one young man in college and the other a young girl. He spoke harshly to them and mistreated them on many occasions. 
He also paid for their education, which their parents could not afford to do. I see house help as a potentially powerful tool for human development while paying it forward. It is seen commonly as a tradition of sorts, but it is also an industry and it should, and it should be regulated to ensure that people are not taken advantage of and also that no abuse of the homeowner's children occurs. I totally, totally agree with that. Um, so that's another issue as well. Um, there's a need for regulation on both sides because you want to be sure that the person that you bring into your home is not going to harm you or harm your children or do anything that would affect your you know, way of life. But at the same time, you also need to be screened as the potential employer because you know, we need the, the child or the family of the child or whoever the case may be needs to know that this person is responsible. This person is a good person that would, you know, is not going to abuse my child, essentially. Um, so definitely the system needs to be regulated. And also the children definitely need to be at least, I would say, in their um, upper teen years and then, 18, you know, 18 and above, ideally. But, you know, maybe 16, 17, I think we might be OK. As, but nothing as young as 10, 12, 11. Like, you know, that's that's just too young. Um, another friend of mine, Chibuzo, he said that no man wants their child to be a house help. It is poverty that sends children out of the home. I don't see any reason why a mother will allow someone to take her child as a house help. I believe that nobody can take care of a child more than his own mother, whether rich or poor. Without proper family planning, some families have more than five children sometimes giving out some of their children to their relatives to help them. There's no telling what types of abuse your child will face out in the world. And I agree with that as well. And I think I mentioned that earlier. You know, some people find themselves in situations where, you know, they have more children that they can feed, more children that they can take care of, you know, or, you know, by no doing of their own, they get sick, maybe they pass away. You know, the children are left in a situation where, you know, they're kind of left to their to fend for, them, for themselves. And you know that's not fair for them, but then again, I know life happens. So the best thing that we can do is try to be more responsible um, in whatever it is that we do, because our actions today can affect our children. That's something that I'm a firm believer in. That you know, do whatever you can to make sure that you have the best life for your children, and you know, do just do whatever you can to make sure that your children are safe and happy, and you know, living a decent life. Because you know, it's and um, one thing I really wanted to say before I forget: broken children. Um, or children who don't have the best life growing up, sometimes you see them become broken adults and, and that's a very difficult place to be in and then the cycle continues sometimes. So that's something to be mindful of, especially when people mistreat children. Like you don't want to do that because you don't know how that's going to affect them in the future. Um, another friend of mine who goes by Ne Mwa, um, she said that some parents give their kids to people who think who they think can give them a, an education and a better life because they can, can't train them Hence, these people use the kids to help them at home while they provide for them uh, the basic human needs, such as food, clothing, and education. Um, she gives a personal example. She said that there was a time that her parents lost their business and couldn't afford to send them to a private school uh, at that time. So they told her aunt to take her younger sister to assist them at home while they gave her an education and food since we could barely feed and she and had been sent out of school. It was a hard decision for her mom to take, but she couldn't help it. Her younger sister cried and said that she would rather go to the worst public schools and drink Gary with us than to go someone's to go to someone's house to stay. Her mom had to call that aunt of theirs and told her that their sister refused to go. Um, it's sad that some of these kids end up being used as slaves, but we shouldn't ignore the fact that some people become graduates 
and end up having better opportunities by staying with people from their from a tender age. The system of child domestic help can only end if the government decides to do the needful by providing adequate basic amenities and regulating childbirth and population at large. So she's pretty much echoing similar sentiments with what um, the previous uh, person commented. Another friend of mine, Kansume, she said that being a stay-at-home mom for four years now, going on to five years, her take is that every child needs their mother from the time that they're born to at least three years because those early years are so critical. Ask yourself, if a child that you carried for nine months can run you around crazy and you feel like you can't handle it, then what do you think this other person will do? So those were some of the uh, comments that were sent in and I'm going to include some of the recorded comments so you guys can take a listen and see what some people had to say. I'm Twinia Edmond. I'm a moderator in the Building Africa's Future group. I am calling to comment on the episode about the child domestic workers. As a former educator, I definitely am not in a space or have the right to say that the child labor laws in um, the United States versus you know, Africa and African countries are better, but I definitely believe that every child no matter you know what family they're born to how much money their family has that they deserve a, an education an equal education a good education i don't believe that because a child is born poor that they deserve to be exploited the practice of child ourselves is commonplace in africa and parts of asia and uh, probably in the middle east as well um, this is uh, slavery. It is child labor. Why there is no universal definition of what child labor is in terms of the age at which a child should be allowed to work. We didn't know that um, the practice, you know, prevents the child from achieving their potential, uh, their truest potential from developing. And uh, for many of those kids, they're abused. They're sexually exploited. And for countries that have domesticated the Child Rights Act, you know, they should do more to ensure that this practice is discontinued and that there's adequate monitoring to ensure that it is not, you know, an underground business. I don't believe that a child work or a child helper or house help should be legal. Um, that is not beneficial for the child's psychological health. Um, it's not beneficial for their self-esteem especially when it is against their will. Now, if this is a teenager who is being contracted and is being paid for and has received, and you have received parental consent and they are being paid directly under contract, then that is a different story. And I'm not talking about a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old. I'm speaking about a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old, an 18-year-old, one who is old enough to work. Um, if you were looking for a house help, you might want to just get an adult and save yourself the trouble because you are... Keeping a child to work and you are forcing them to live amongst other people and being subjected to abuse. So no, find an adult. Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Amak and I'm in Coda's friend. Um, so what I can say about child domestic worker, it has its advantage and disadvantage. I can't really speak regarding other African countries. But I lived in Cairo, Egypt, and most of the house helper bring almost their whole family to help around, including the children. 
and I think it's safe for them to accompany their parents and they're running around in the streets. I also understand that some children have to work alone without their parents or older siblings. Um, I was in Uganda, I was in Kampala back in uh, 2013, um, 2015 actually, I went with it, uh, my uncle family and I met a young girl at their home and she was probably around 14 or 13. Um, her aunt used to work there but um, due to some health problems she was um, she went back to her village and they sent the little girl instead. Um, I don't know um, I was so amazed by how mature she was at a very young age and I'm guessing that um, being independent um, very early um, can teach some children how to be responsible and productive and just because they have that um, um, they know like they, they don't have anybody else to depend on so they depend on themselves and that's teach them a lot of things so they became adults basically um, some of the downside that I can say about child domestic worker it's um, being robbed of their potential their dignity and their childhood in general so they won't um, they won't um, enjoy the little things that every child should enjoy and it's you know it's a shame and um, also some homes are not safe for these children especially um, young girls um, some of them can be molested sexually abused and they can't say anything and even if they say something um, most of the time they wouldn't even believe them so I think um, many of these children don't have a choice um, because if you have to work to bring food and income to your family and that's the only way then I guess there's no way around it and now um, it's just I don't know it's like this it's bad and good at the same time All right, my friends and family, once again, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. I really hope that you enjoyed this conversation. I hope that you learned a lot and hopefully have some new insight on this issue of house helps. Um, as always, I seek to shed light on important issues such as this, and uh, I would love for us to be able to continue the conversation. So what do you think about um, the system of house helps? What can be done to help the children? What can the governments of these different countries do to support children who, um, have to work or maybe have lost parents and they can't afford their education. How, do, how can these systems be changed? What can be done to improve the legislation so that children don't have to work um, or have to be kicked out of school because they can't pay for their education? So please subscribe, share and contact us via uh, Instagram or Facebook on um, at Building Africa's Future or by email, buildingafricasfuture at gmail.com. And also we've just created a YouTube page so you can also find us there as well. More details to come on that. And if you would like to leave a voice message at any time, um, any of the episodes that we've done that you that you like or that you would like to comment on, you can do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash building Africa's future forward slash message. And again, um, in case you didn't get that, that is anchor.fm forward slash 
building and i spelled that b-l-d-g africa's future forward slash message so um and as well if you enjoy our work so far and would like to contribute i would definitely appreciate that uh, my cash app is inkiru obi that's dollar sign n-k-i-r-u thank you all so much for joining the conversation and until next time please stay well all right bye Thank you.